Welcome to the Best Things Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on all the socials at Best Things Pod as well. Now, here are your hosts, Craig and Aaron. Hello, Internet. Welcome into the Best Things Podcast. My name is Craig. Sitting across from me on the other side of the court, my good buddy Aaron Brooks. Hello. How are you doing? I'm here. You feeling mad yet? Yeah. Um, welcome to March, everybody. This is actually the second weekend of March, but we're feeling all the madness creeping up in our veins right now. It is March Madness time. It is the... Honestly, when it comes to sports, it's one of the most wonderful times of the year. I would argue that the upcoming weekend is the best weekend in all of sports. I would not disagree with you. Um, there is something about sports during the weekday that is special. I remember back when I had like a normal, a normal office job, um, sitting at my computer working on stuff, but not really working on stuff because in my corner window of my computer, I have March Madness pulled up watching yes. the games. Um, they say it's the least productive uh week of the year i i believe it uh people talk about the super bowl monday should be like a holiday so people don't have to come in that's one true. you could fix that by just moving the super bowl to saturday that's also true um you would love that wouldn't you <laughs> gosh, i would um but i mean you talk about thursday friday saturday and sunday mm-hmm it is just from 11 a.m. Yep. Central Time to midnight. Oh, yeah. Sometimes later than that. You're going to have nonstop, wall-to-wall, multiple channel flipping. You remember the days when it was just on CBS? Oh, that was... It was both beautiful and tragic at the same time. Yes. Because you had to rely on the regional coverage, but... It was also like just one channel. Like, yeah. you were just glued in to, to see. And I bet CBS loved that because you were just locked in. But getting those in game updates and stuff like that, watching the tickers, watching online, filling out your paper bracket. I mean, lots of nostalgia with, with all that back in the day. Do you know, are they doing anything different with the uh, channels that the games are on this year? Or is it still going to be like CBS, TBS, yep. True, and um, Court? TNT, CBS, TNT, TBS, and True TV. Okay. Yeah. I, I was wondering if they were pushing anything to like Paramount Plus. Um, I that's a great point. I wonder if all of them will be available on Paramount Plus. Like if you just wanted to watch a full. Yeah. You just hop you, on there. You choose the game that you. That want would to see. be incredible if you could. I think you can do that. Like there's a March Madness app that yes. I think you can do that on. That's a good point. I wonder if they'll bring any of that over to, to Paramount or not. I mean, I would think that they would. If they were smart, they would. Uh, if you haven't picked on it by now on what we're talking on and the title of the episode, we're talking about March Madness. We're talking about college basketball and the best things about March Madness. Um, and so um, let me let me spit out some facts for you. Um, I just Googled uh, March Madness facts. And uh, your odds, have you... What's the best bracket you've ever filled out? Because we all fill out brackets, right? There's multiple ones of them. Yeah. Was there ever – is there like a distinct year you're like, I crushed it that year? Because I did not do well last year. 
man, I, I don't remember. I feel like in the last two or three years, I did have a really good year. Like I got maybe, I want to say that in recent years, I've had three of the four final four teams. Really? I think two years ago, I had a really good bracket. I want to say I had like 70% of them right. But the odds of getting a perfect bracket are not good. In fact, they are lower than your odds of winning the lottery, getting struck by lightning, and having a boa constrictor emerge through the pipes in your toilet all on the same day. It's never happened, right? No. Will it? I don't think so. Wallet Hub says your chances of nailing every pick are 1 in 9.2 quintillion of getting the perfect bracket. There was some, uh, I think they still do it every year. There's some kind of huge prize that, like, some billionaires or something put out. If you get the perfect bracket, you yeah. get like $100 million or something like that. Um, the NCAA tournament may be the ultimate time burglar. We mentioned already the least productive week uh, of the year or a couple of weeks, really, um, on those Thursdays and Fridays. Again, Wallet Hub estimates that the hourly corporate losses will amount to roughly $1.9 billion dollars as a result of workers whose productivity has been diverted by March Madness. Wow. $1.9 billion. It's incredible. Um, so, yeah, lots of stuff uh, when it comes to March Madness. Um, I love it. I'd say we just j- dive right into it, don't you? Yeah. Okay, let's just let's... talk about some, some of our favorite things about March Madness. Am I going first? Go for it. Okay. Um Filling out the the bracket has to be the the number one. I mean, I get so excited about it. Now you've got the apps where you can fill them out, but I still go back every year. Yes, I do the yeah. digital brackets. Oh yeah, but I have to have a paper bracket yep. where I can write it down. I can cross them off. I can highlight. I mean, I, I do the same thing. I my digital my the one on my phone stays with me all day when I'm checking updates. I want to see how my bracket does. But I come home at night. And or my office at, at or at my office, and I will, I'll go back to my paper, and I, I I'm sure you're the same way. I've always had a pen and a highlighter, yeah, and a, and a different color pen to yeah. cross out, uh huh, and that's always what I use. Yes, constantly. Oh yeah. Uh, One year I burned my bracket because <laughs> it did not do well. Where do you land? on filling out multiple brackets. Can you only have one bracket or can you just fill out multiples? So I usually, ha- I, on paper, I have one. Yep. I, I have one yep. Craig's final bracket. If I'm entering a contest or if I'm doing it with other people and they allow more than one, sure, I'll throw an extra bracket in there on some of those 50-50 games. But usually I only consider one bracket my real bracket. Okay, I'm, I'm with you. This is like I have one sheet of integrity here. Yeah. <laughs> but if, you know, if I'm in a bracket challenge with other people and it, it lets me have two or three brackets, I don't, yeah, I'll fill out multiple ones there. But when I tell people, oh, I've got this many, unless I end up getting, you know, one of those others, right, then I'll be like, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> uh, um, where are you on? Oh, so, so do you have any strategy when it comes to who you're picking? Do you, do you go by seeds? Because there's no way we watch all these games. No, we, do, we don't know how well all these teams are doing. That's why there's it's so hard to pick a bracket is because who who knew UMBC a few years ago would upset a one seed, a 16 beating one it had never been done and they did it. And so I don't think anybody picked that. So unless you're just picking a bracket just to be stupid, you know, <laughs> nobody's really 
thinking a 16 is going to be a 1. But there are some of those, 5-12s, 7-10s. There are some of those that traditionally have upsets. Do you do you buy into that at all? Yeah, I mean, I'm always looking at that 5-12 for sure. More recently, it's been a 4-13. It's true. There's been a yeah. lot of 4-13 upsets. Mm-hmm. So I look at those. We are both Arkansas fans. Yep. I was looking at a... Uh, you wouldn't know that by sitting in here. <laughs> uh, I was looking at a bracketology website today, and this guy has us in a four seed right now playing the 13 seed, Iona, who, for those mm-hmm. who you know kind of pay attention to basketball, that's a college basketball team, coached by Rick Patino. Yeah. Hall of Fame coach. Uh-huh. National championship coach. True. I would I would be a little nervous to play a team like that when they're just when you know they've got that caliber of a coach. They already beat a team like Alabama this year. Yeah. You know that would be one that I know I would I would pick us to win. Yeah. But I know There's I would there would be people who would yeah. pick Iona to beat us. There's going to be some people that no matter who we're playing are going to pick the other oh, that's, team. That's that's true. Um, do you have do you, are there teams that you will always pick against? Man, I like you know that they're a better team, but your gut just cannot let you pick them. It's usually for some reason Virginia and Virginia Tech. I always never have go very far. Um, I always tend to have Kansas going further than they should. They always disappoint me. It feels like most of the times. So every once in a while they'll sneak to a Final Four, but usually I put more faith in Kansas than I should. Now, we have to give a little uh, behind the scenes here. We're actually recording this while the regular season of college basketball is still yeah. going on. We haven't even got to conference tournaments yet, so we have no idea. You know, you talked about the, the bracket projection. By the time you're listening to this, March Madness has begun. Selection Sunday happened yeah. yesterday. Yesterday at the time of release. Um, and so we have no idea anything. So this is definitely a spoiler-free. Um, but – yeah, you know, I, I do. I always have Kansas going further than I think they should. I usually have Duke going further than they should, too. Okay, so I have been debating with a few friends back and forth through text the last couple of weeks. You know, we're each each week we update who we think our Final Four is going to be. As of right now, I've got Duke in my Final Four. I, I think that's a smart pick. And I think it's just because it's Coach K's last run. Team of Destiny. You know, and they're good. They are good. They're a good team this year. Is no knock on that at all. But I think you combine their good basketball with yeah. just Coach K, everything mm-hmm. he's meant to that program. Yep. You know those guys are going to go out there and play their hearts out uh, for Coach Absolutely. K. So, is it going to be disappointing to them if they don't win it, or at least don't make it to the Final Four? I, I mean, it, it would have to be right. I mean, this is the first year they have won a portion of their conference ACC since 2010. Like they have not really been, they've been, they've obviously been relevant. It's Duke, but they have not been as good as they have been in years past. Right. And it, they're, they're a really good team this year, but it makes you wonder if they have a, I mean, that, that would be an incredible story, wouldn't it? Like that's a movie. I mean, yeah, the movie will be made 12 months later. (laughs) If they win it. Especially if North Carolina's on the other side of the bracket, and by some miracle they make it. North Carolina, I don't even know if they're a tournament team. This coming Saturday, while we're recording this, is Coach K's final home game versus North Carolina. Yeah. And, like, tickets are going more 
more expensive than Super Bowl tickets. I know. You know, fifty nine hundred is the average ticket price. That's insane. So it would be huge. Now most people, whether or not they are like fans of North Carolina or or Duke, the, both of those teams seem to be kind of polarizing, and people f- seem to have strong opinions on them. It seems like more towards Duke than even North Carolina. Yeah. So, where do you kind of fall on that? Are you, would you consider yourself to be a, a quote unquote fan, like a tournament fan of one of those teams? Not really. I hate North Carolina. I can't explain it. I hate North Carolina. I don't like Duke either. <laughs> so I guess not really. You know, we we Arkansas beat Duke. We beat Duke in the national championship in '94. And um, yeah, I, for some, and I think the reason I don't like North Carolina is because it felt like for a good stretch there in the early aughts, every time we were in a tournament, we got bounced by number. North Carolina. We we did have a string of really bad breaks. I think it was like three tournaments in a row yeah. that we would and one year we had a really good team and a really good team at that time we were an 8 seed. Yes. <laughs> that's hard to, that's that's funny to think about now cuz we we're, we're a high seed team now but we were an 8 seed and it was like, "Oh, great, who are we going to get as our number 1?" Of course, it's North Carolina. Are you a fan do coaches have anything to do with how you pick teams? Are there coaches yes. that you just dislike or you like, and so you pick a team based on the, who the coach is? There is. Uh, in the past, I've liked uh, Bob Huggins. Yeah. For some reason. I don't know why. I've I've softened on him a lot lately. I, I've got a friend from West Virginia. Yeah. A big West Virginia basketball fan, you know. and I, Based on what he tells me, you know, he thinks that, that Huggins is just getting kind of tired. They think he'll probably yeah. retire in a year or two. And he's just kind of let the game get away from him. But he was always one of those yeah. tough coaches. You didn't want to play a Bob right, Huggins no. team. Mm-mm. They were known for their press Virginia defense. He, yeah, he did not look healthy when he was in Fayetteville. No. He was very slow and just did looked like he did not want to be there at all. We, we mentioned Coach K. Are you a fan of Coach K? I respect the heck out of Coach K. I, I think what he's done with that program, the longevity he's had, He's a great basketball coach. I, I respect him. Is he, he the GOAT? Of, of college basketball coaches? Yeah. I mean. You man. willing to go there? I think he's in the conversation for sure. Uh, I don't know. How many titles has he won? Three or four maybe? Is it only that many? I, I don't know. I'd have to go look. It felt like more. It, it all, well, it, it, that's, I think that's the point. Like it, it feels like he should have more, but I don't know that he has that many. He's been doing it for a long time. Um, he is one of the – is he the winningest coach? He's won five. He's won five. Is he the winningest coach or is uh, Bayheim still have, have more – I think it is Mike – yeah, it's Mike Krzyzewski. Okay. Um, 1,196 wins. You, know, you talk about Wooden as well. I mean, it's it's hard to say Krzyzewski the coach when you got Wooden sitting there too. Um, but I don't know. Mark Few is one I do not like. You don't like Mark Few. I don't like Mark Few. I tend to root against him. And I think it's mainly because of Gonzaga and less about him. See, I don't like them, but I like him. Um, I think there's just a, too much association there. I think because it's a really small school, he doesn't make a lot of money there as their coach. Not really, he, ha- no. he has turned down so many big-time opportunities. It's true, and I, I know just, why. I sort of respect him for just turning down the money and staying there. 
See, there's an opposite side but, to that that I would have. I would like you think that he's scared to go take the big time job because he yeah. might not win. I absolutely think that. I mean, they're at, in a puff conference. Yeah, their regular season means absolutely nothing. They're going to destroy everybody. Now, credit to him early on for building that uh, foundation, building that team to where it does that. But I think he's at the point now where he can almost coast on on the laurels of their previous recruiting classes and the, just the status that they've made. You see them come tournament time. They're a good team, but they have all season to prepare for this tournament. They have a few hard games at the beginning of the non-conference when the when the early season tournaments are getting going. But when it comes to the regular season, it's just like walking on pillows. Like, there's no challenge. So is there one coach above all the others that you just dislike more than anybody? Dana Altman. <laughs> uh so for obvious reasons. There is a little history there for <laughs> Arkansas fans, as he was our head coach. That's true. For one day. Uh, yeah, 20-something hours. Uh, he came, he took the job, he was the head coach at Creighton. Yeah. Took the head coaching job at Did a Arkansas, great job there. Came for the press conference. Yep. And then I said, still cannot believe this happened. I'm leaving. I quit. <laughs> I and he went back to it. Creighton. Uh, now, it. It worked out for him because he, he's now the head coach yeah. at Oregon. He's got things, you know. He's he's had some good teams there. Um, it's just a story, man. I still don't know why. Like nobody knows why. Like why he left? Was it a Frank Broyles thing? Did he not get along with him? I, I I have no idea to this day why in the world Dana Altman did an about face and and got got out of Fayetteville. I still don't know. I have three coaches that I cannot stand. Yeah. Who are they? John Calipari. That uh, was going to be the next one I talked about. Bruce Pearl. Yeah. Will Wade. Yeah. They're all in our conference, They're too. all in the SEC. Uh, I have not been a John Calipari fan for way before he ever came yeah, to the SEC, since he's been at, Since he was at Memphis. Just Even UMass. He's always seemed sort of like a sleazy character. Yeah. Lurking in the yeah. gray areas of basketball. I still feel like he's going to get his at some point. Bruce Pearl is just another guy that I, I tell me why I don't like him. I don't like him. Well, he he was he was fired from Tennessee, wasn't he? Yeah, because but, of of things he did. Again, skirting rules yeah. and doing things that probably shouldn't have been done. And Auburn hired him because at that point Auburn was not a good program. I mean, credit to him as a coach because he's he's recruited the right people, which is probably legal now with NIL deals, but at the time probably. Exactly. Less than I mean, desirable. At least we're all on that level playing field now. Exactly. But he's obviously a good coach to be right. able to yeah. do. It just it frustrates it is me. frustrating. And then it's compounded when you have them in the same conference as you. Yeah. Uh, and then Will Wade, you know, that one is purely I just dislike him because yeah. he's at LSU. He's just a, I don't know, he just seems like a garbage individual. He's got a garbage face. He does. This is turning into an arc. I mean, this, this is an Arkansas. Listen, you are talking to <laughs> die hard. You've got season tickets. It, it's hard like, to disassociate. It really is. So if you are listening from outside of Arkansas and you're a fan of one of these teams we're talking about, it's nothing personal against you. It's personal against your university and your team. Yeah, I mean, it's it's in <laughs> it's sports. It's sports. And that's one of the, let's bring it back to March Madness. That's one of the things that makes March Madness so amazing. Yeah. You, you hope for some of those matchups along the way. You want to see, hopefully, a, a North Carolina Duke or Michigan, Ohio State, or you want to see 
right now, one projection I saw had us, Arkansas, facing Texas in the second round. I mean, there, there's a big rivalry between Arkansas and Texas. You want to see that. We already smoked them in football. Let's smoke them in basketball, too. And I, I dislike Texas basketball. I really like their coach, though, Chris Beard. Yeah. You know, he's a guy that That's I root for. You know, and he coached in Little Rock. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, there are obviously coaches, people like Tom Izzo. I will root for Michigan root State for, yeah. just because right. I like Tom yeah. Izzo. Mm-hmm. Um, so, coaching usually plays a role in how I pick my bracket. Um, players, players in college basketball, especially now with them being so transient, can kind of be hard. But is it just my opinion, or does it feel like Duke has always had some of the most – Easily hateable players. Oh, absolutely. By far the number one. You know what? I'm going to save him for the worst. <laughs> I want to save him for the worst things because he deserves to be on that list 100% for sure. Uh, and I don't know why that is because it's not easy to get into Duke. The, no. It, it's a very high yeah. academic program. So you got to be a pretty smart person to go to Duke and to have the talent to play basketball there. Absolutely. Uh, it's the same with a place like Vanderbilt. It's, yeah. it's like Vanderbilt is the Duke of the SEC, mm-hmm. just with not good basketball. Yeah, um, and that I think is one of the beautiful things about college basketball, even more so than football, is that you have these elite athletes, and they're scattered all across the country. And and when it comes to tournament time, like in the in the college football postseason, you're rarely going to get to see those matchups. You're not going to get to see Duke is listen. Duke is not making it to the college football playoff anytime soon. No. Vanderbilt is not making it to the college football playoff. But in basketball, they can win their conference tournament and get in. And still get there. And so you can see these matchups and see from all different walks of life, all different areas, it's these groupings of players and teams coming together. There is nothing that fills me with more joy when it's not my team that gets upset, but a Cinderella story. I love it. I mean, it's so much fun. You mentioned the 16-1 upset we had recently. You've had teams like Florida Gulf Coast. Yes. Uh, did they make it to the Elite Eight? I think so, yeah. I, yeah. Did, they didn't. I don't think they got to the Final Four. They got bounced. Loyola Chicago uh-huh. made the Final Four, didn't yeah. they? Uh-huh. North Texas a couple of years ago made it. You, uh, Abilene Christian had a, a yeah. big upset. I think it was last year. Mm-hmm. You know, so we've seen more and more, I think, it feels like there's more parity than there has ever been. That's how it seems. Um, I think that's why that four thirteen upset is is starting to trickle. We're seeing the number. It used to be seven ten was a huge upset. Yes, and that number is is creeping. Well, and we've even seen several two fifteen upsets. Yeah, Duke got bounced you, as a two seed. You can almost guarantee there's going to be one every year at least. It, that's how it feels. Yeah. Uh, and nothing fills me more with joy than seeing like these these basketball players out there with like homely looking uniforms because they are such a small school on the biggest stage going up against a blue blood. Oh yeah. But they're wearing these, like they almost look polyester cotton, <laughs> like, and there's, there's no Nike or Adidas. It's like Jim Bob's, you yeah. know, like these small schools. They can't even afford to put the names on the back of the jerseys because exactly. they're going to reuse the jerseys next year. Exactly right. The cheerleaders just look like it was just so, like, those are the types of teams you root for. There's never been a sport more that I'm pulling for upsets than March Madness. I love it when my bracket gets destroyed. I mean, I want to make a perfect bracket, but I'm okay if a 15 beats a 2 because that's a good game. 
it's now it's exciting. Here's my question. I heard Colin Coward make this point several years ago. He's like, we all root for the Cinderella upsets until they actually happen. And then you sleep <laughs> on it and you wake up the next day and realize that you have to watch them play again. So do you get excited in the moment? It's exciting. But when you end up with the Florida Gulf Coast or a Loyola Chicago or some of these mid-major teams that make it deep into the playoffs, do you think it hurts the quality of basketball that we see? No, because, like, I mean, you, you talk about Loyola Chicago the last couple of years. I mean, they have become a staple in the tournament. They're playing good basketball. They're making it far. They're not just a one-and-done. Now, if Now, I will say it is disappointing if a team like that beats a Duke, and then in the next, the second round, lays an egg and gets beat by 30, yeah, that's disappointing. But if they make a run to the Elite Eight, I'm here for it. I mean, if they go past that second round, I'm all about it. Because then it's entertaining. It's a once-in-a-life opportunity for those kids. They're going to be able to sit down 30 years from now to their kids and grandkids and say, yeah, I, I played in the Elite Eight, you know? College basketball postseason, let's, let's do like an IMDb. Okay. How many stars do you give college basketball postseason? Oh, my gosh. Nine out of ten. College football postseason? Five out of ten. I mean, bowl games are... You only care about the bowl game that your team is in. Like, you don't sit down to watch the Dukes, Mayo, no. you know, Cheez-It Bowl. No. Unless you're in it. The only games that you care about in the football postseason is the, the playoff, because that matters, and your team. And then maybe... Maybe you'll catch one if it's a, a team that you really like or a coach you respect or a team you hate. If it m works with your schedule and you happen to be home you know, that day, yeah. uh, you're not watching any other games. And I think that's where you know, we've talked about the college football playoff needs to expand. This is where they need to expand because it matters. When you talk about some of the matchups that we see, like a 16 1, 2-15, 3-14, uh, if those were football matchups, those are like your non-conference cream puff games that you play, Alabama versus Western Carolina. Yeah. Nobody's tuning in to watch that football game. No, I mean, you're right. In basketball, you're absolutely tuning in in the playoff yeah. to watch yeah. that. Absolutely. But I think you would in football if it was a, if it was a, a meaningful game. Really? You think so? Because if they're in that playoff, even if you go to 16 teams, if they're one of the top 16 teams in the country, you're watching it. I Football is a different animal because there's fewer teams, so you don't have some of these really big outskirt teams making their way into the playoff. I agree. You're not going to be able to do a big enough tournament in football to have the madness that you do in basketball because you can't play that many games. I mean, you're talking you would have to play – Six additional, seven additional games after a season. You can't do that. That's a whole season. Yeah. So you can't do that. But you do have to expand it enough, I believe, to have a little bit more buy-in or do something different to the bowl system. There are a ridiculous amount of bowls, and it's all about money. Let's bring it down then to something that might be more apples to apples here then. Okay. What's more exciting to watch? The Final Four in basketball or the college football playoff in football now? It's still basketball. I'm with you. Yeah, it's still basketball. Um, there's more parity, I think, in basketball than there is. What about when it comes down to the national championship game? 
That one's a tougher one. That it, one's it much is. closer because you do have – in football, you absolutely do have the best teams playing. That is the one thing I will say. Football tends to get, I think, the national championship, the best team in the country. I think they get it right more often than basketball does. We talked before we started recording just about how anything can happen when you're playing a one-game series like you're playing in in this basketball. Yeah. There are so many variables that can happen that you don't see happen as much in football mm-hmm. as you go through. You can you can be the best team in the country and not end up even in the final eight. Yeah, that's true. In football, it feels like almost 100% of the time, it ends up being the team that won it should have been the team that was the national champion. Yeah, exactly right. In basketball, you know. I think um, out of all the collegiate sports postseasons, baseball is probably the closest, though, to getting it actually correct yes because you get to play multiple multiple, multiple games with the exception of the one thrown in there you know? yes but i mean yeah you're you're playing uh you get to play those series and, and baseball is just a different animal anyway it is. but i would i would i would argue college baseball is ahead of college football as terms of postseason yeah i think you're right because you ha- again you have a tournament and there is potential for upset, but usually, like with the baseball, you get excited when that lower seed beats the upper, the the higher seed in in that first game. Yes. Usually, that higher seed is going to come back in the next two games. Right. Unless you're Arkansas last year, we're not going to talk that, about that. Yeah, it still stings. Um. Okay. What else do we like about March Madness? Ah, uh, what about the uh, the subplots? Okay. What about stuff like, you know, coaches like like this year with Coach Shashevsky? Um, I remember it was it feels like it was not that long ago, but I guess it was when Steph Curry was a little player at Davidson lighting it up. That was a subplot of the tournament. Like the story was less about Davidson, more about Steph Curry and what yes. he was doing. Without that let me ask you this question. Without that tournament and Davidson's tournament run, does the world have Steph Curry today? Boy. I would like to think so, because I think again in basketball, they have the He'd make a way. He was going to find a way to get there. Somebody was going to draft him as a free. I mean, his dad was an NBA player. He would get yeah. him a, a, a tryout, right? Uh, you have things. Obviously, we weren't alive for this, but you've got John Wooden winning his tenth. Mm-hmm championship and retiring at the end of that game. Yeah. I mean, that's just when you talk about Coach K, if you were going to script a way to go out, you want to script it to go out the way that John Wooden went out. Right. Where you're on top. Yeah. You know. Or when Royal Williams uh, ended up uh, who uh, was the head coach of Carolina uh, who originally spent time at Kansas. Kansas. Right. Whenever North Carolina beat Kansas. You know, um, you have a lot of coaching matchups. Billy Donovan, who coached against Rick Pitino. Um, so I think there's a lot of those subplots that happen uh, along the way. And that that usually adds a little extra drama. I mean, it's true. Uh, we, we just like drama as entertainment. We are entertained by that kind of stuff. And so I think adding those elements into the storyline just makes it that much more 
we had a lot of drama last year with COVID. It was a very different yeah. tournament. Everything was in Indianapolis, one city. And so uh, that added an extra little spice element to it. Did you – I think I know the answer to this, but but if you could give your IMDb star rating to last year's tournament based on everything outside of the – or even the games itself, what would you give it? Did it feel different to you? Yes, it did. I'm trying to answer this as just a fan of basketball because <laughs> it was a very big year for Arkansas. It's true, yeah. Um, I'd, I'd give it like an 8 out of 10 as an Arkansas fan right. for, for, for how – Because of Elite 8? Yes. Um, <laughs> see what you did there. I'd probably go like with a 6 out of 10, yeah. 7 out of 10. It's going to be fun seeing full stadiums again – or arenas. Um, yes. I, I mean, we've been to some, some NCAA stuff before. I know you and I went to – Shoot arounds and practices one year when it was in Little Rock a couple of years ago. Lauren and I went to St. Louis to watch the opening round. Um, you never really have full arenas in the first couple of rounds. No, I mean you're just kind of looking at people that are coming in to watch their team. Yeah, or just fans of basketball who come in and just happen just to watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's I mean when we went to St. Louis, that's what we were. You know, Lauren just she knew I, I've always wanted to go to an actual NCAA tournament and being able to go to that. Have you been to an NCAA tournament game? I will no. say this. The, the year I went, it was very different because you did not have a lot of fans of those teams. You had small pockets. So there was a lot of, you know, when some something happened, you know, we're used to going to Fayetteville and, and, and the crowd goes in, insane. You don't get that. It's, it's a more intimate environment exactly right they're in usually, the earlier rounds yeah they're usually closing off upper decks of these arenas because you're not going to have as many so if you're in a a host city i would encourage you go to go. a game just just to support basketball yeah it, it is a great and i mean it's a great experience to go to even if you don't have a rooting interest you're going to see some good basketball uh i have said for a while that if Arkansas ever makes it back to a Final Four, I'm getting tickets. Mm -hmm. It's in Baton Rouge this and year. And it, it's in... No, I mean New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah. I had an LSU on the brain uh, from Will Wade. Oh, gosh. <laughs> he sucks. Man, I can't stand Will Wade. Um, what, what, what were we talking about? Final Four. Final Four, yeah. yes. Yeah, back to something positive. Um, and, I mean, that's not that far of a trip for us. No, it's not. You know, uh, I heard some people on the radio saying that if Arkansas made the Final Four, they're going to, to New Orleans. They don't care if they don't get into the game. They're just going to get just, to party close to it. And New Orleans is a party town. Yeah. Right? You're going to go watch it at a sports bar. You're going to get as close to the team as you can. Just put all that positive. Can you imagine? I mean, Arkansas is a is a historically powerhouse team. We travel very well. Yes. We're historically a very good team. But it has been a long time since we've been as relevant as we are right now. At Elite Eight last year. Um, we have the potential to do that again this year. Um, there are some that say we could be a scary team yeah. in this tournament. Can you imagine what the crowds would be like in New Orleans if Arkansas gets I mean, I think Arkansas fans would travel. And would again, sea of red. Arkansas fans are a rabid breed of fans. Yeah. And places like Fayetteville, we've got one of the top 10 largest college basketball arenas. You, we've had over, you know, 20,300-something fans at a game this year. Yep, absolutely. So I think they would travel well to someplace that's less than eight hours away in New Orleans. Yeah. 
Okay, we've talked a lot about it. good. You want to you want to get into some bad? Let's do it. Okay, let's talk about the worst things now. Welcome to the best things. No, no, no. These aren't the best things. These are the worst things. Okay, so we're going to talk about the worst things. I have two words to say, Grace and Allen. I was waiting for that. <laughs> I couldn't wait very long to get the banter going. I cannot stand. He's the worst college basketball player I've ever seen. Um, I mean, I would put him up there. There are some that I disliked as much or more, I think. Adam Morrison was one. Oh, played yeah. Played for Gonzaga. Yeah. Um, fell down on the court, cried his eyes yeah. out when they – yeah, and then right. they they choked in the final four, which Gonzaga seems to do they quite do a bit. A lot, yeah, again because they don't play anybody; they're not used to actual competition. Uh, Grayson Allen, yeah, but he was just a, an all around hated individual yeah. in college basketball. Uh, what about some teams? Where, do you have any teams that you hate? Kentucky, Kentucky, yeah, it's got to be Kentucky. Uh, I don't know that there's a team I hate worse than Kentucky. Yeah, I can't. I cannot stand Kentucky. I hope that you know. There's people say, "Oh, you need to root for your conference teams." You know, nope. to win. Uh, uh-uh. You you will never catch me hoping Kentucky wins no. another game. I mean, if they went O and a thousand for the next however many years that is, <laughs> I couldn't be more happy. Can you imagine? Wouldn't that be a world if we could live in? Uh, another one I don't like is Ohio State. You know, the same way. I don't um, like Ohio State in anything either. No Ohio State in any sports. Texas, of course, is a team that Texas uh, LSU. Yeah, as an SEC uh, conference member, I really dislike most SEC basketball teams. Yeah, like, honestly, like yeah. Auburn, LSU, um, Ole know, Miss. You know, they're, they're, they they do say that you should root for your conference. Why you are you are trying to defeat your conference? You yeah, should, that, that your conference. They're going to use it against you in recruiting. If, exactly. if they're successful, they're going to be hey, we did this. This is why you yeah. need to come play for us. I respect the mess out of the SEC. SEC is the best conference. That didn't mean I like the teams in it though. Right. Yeah, you always want your opponents to be good. Um, and then others are like, well, you know, if your conference wins, you get money. At this point, like, there's so much money out there. Oh I don't gosh. care if we get an extra three or four million or whatever no. it is from a win. Um, I'd rather I get more enjoyment out of Kentucky losing yeah. and us beating them and using it against them in recruiting. Yeah, absolutely. You know? uh, we talked about some of the worst coaches, Calipari. I, again, Kentucky. I mean, he's just got to be. What? Does Bob Knight fall into the worst? Sec- you know, I mean, he's a polarizing figure. That is figure a very again. good point. Talk about some past coaches. Um, I don't know. I don't know that he falls in. That's a really hard one for me. I mean, there would be some people that they they hated Bob Knight. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, we were kind of coming along toward the end of his career. Right. Yeah. So we didn't. We may not have got the the best of it, but no, we 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 got to see a lot of the Texas Tech Bob Knight. Yeah, but there was a lot of. We've been alive and as big as sports fans we are. We've got to see a lot of the the moments replayed. Oh yeah, you know, absolutely. Uh, maybe the biggest temper in in basketball <laughs> history. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, yeah, a hundred percent. Um, well, what are some other worst? There's not a lot of bad about. March Madness. How about uh, how about when Chris Weber called a timeout? <laughs> yeah, that timeout. You know, John Howard's still having problems with timeouts. That's what true. I heard. You know, uh, uh, what about uh, oh, what's his name from Louisville a few years ago who shattered his leg? 
Oh, off the was it a rebound or just going for a ball? Yeah, like the bone. It was out. It was a squeamish. Oh, moment. It was bad. you know that's one of those you don't want to see again. Uh-uh. No. It it was. Uh, uh, how about how about the uh, Christian Leitner mm. shot? Yeah, for people who hate Duke, exactly. Because you could say that's one of the best moments in college basketball. It's one of the most incredible moments. But as polarizing as Duke is, there's a lot of people who hate it. That's true. That they hit that You're shot. right. You're absolutely <laughs> right. Um, let's see. Other bad. That it has to end at some point. Yes. You, you, you want it to go on forever, right? Oh, here's one. For, uh, the Chicago Tribune, they're listing some of the worst things about March Madness. They say when the title game turns into a foul fest. Yes. When okay, the refs yeah. feel like they need TV time. Yep. Mm-hmm. They can ruin they a can. great basketball You're game. Absolutely right. They can. They can take over a game and make it especially in the last little bit of the game, you know. Even when the even when the teams do that. At least with the teams there's some advantage there. But there's sometimes the refs want to take over and call just ridiculous fouls. Things that weren't fouls in the first half yeah. or the first 10 minutes of the second half suddenly it's just whistle happy. Yep. They want to get their TV time. Absolutely right. Uh, you got anything else worst? Or you want to move on? Uh, no, let, I think we can move on. Okay. We have a special uh, uh, bracket for Ooh, this one since okay. it's March Madness, don't we? Here we go. If you want to be the best, you have to beat the rest. It's time for the best thing bracket. And you, there's a case for making that music uh, <laughs> one of the best things. One of the best things, yeah. I, I, man. Oh, man. Okay. Um, let's see. I don't Whose pick was this? I think this is your pick, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to get first pick. And, oh, man, coming up with the best things. This is going to be tough. Um, how do we want to do this? Just overall, just the best things about the tournament? I mean, I'm open to whatever. It could be the best moment, the the best win, the... Okay. Uh, I'm going to... Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say, like, just it can be anything at this point. How about that? Just anything of the best that you want to. I, you know what? Hold up. I know what I'm going to make my number one. Hold on. Let me, i got to find it. Okay, I pulled it up once we realized we were talking about this just in case, and I'm going to make it my number one. You know where I'm going. And away we go from Indy. We're ready to run it back for more March Madness. And the whole dance is right here in the great state of Indiana. Basketball is woven into the fabric of this city. Let the madness begin. We've waited two years for this, and here we go. The ball is tipped, and there you Yeah, I got to make that my number one. That one shining moment after the tournament is over, every single year, I get chills. Oh, 100%. And, of course, you know, when your team's doing well, you're you're looking in the clips to see how many times your team gets featured in it. Um, that's going to be my number one right now. One shining moment. That's good. Yeah. That's good. We didn't even mention that earlier. No. And I'd forgotten about one shining moment for, yeah. a, for a bit. Um uh, I don't know. It's 
it's difficult. <laughs> There's so many things I want to say. I mean, let's be honest. This is this is the whole reason we did the bracket format of our show was in honor it, of of Mark. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and things will do brackets that don't even care about sports. I mean, oh, you'll yeah. see you'll see like the best little Debbie, the best yeah. candy, the best. All because of brackets. All people because, yeah. people like brackets. People like brackets. We're, I'm sure this week we will put brackets out. Be looking for us on social media. We're gonna have some fun with some brackets ourselves all week long on uh, at Best Things Pod on all the socials. Okay, I'm gonna say when your team wins it all or makes a really deep run. Okay, team success. Yeah. Okay. I cannot tell you how excited I was last year after every single victory. Yeah. I was not at the games, but I was screaming, running, wild antics, probably more than if I would have been <laughs> at a game last year. Yeah. Um, just success. And I'll say this. If, if you don't have a team, if you don't have a rooting interest, just adopt one. Like, if your team didn't make the tournament, I do that usually. If, if In the past – when Arkansas has not made the tournament, I will find a team. I'm like, you're my team this year. I'm pulling for you all the way. And it's usually, yeah, you know, it's, it's going to be one that I want to try to have the winning, you know, the national champion. But then that, you know, if upsets happen, then I'm going to, I'm going to ride that bandwagon all the way through. Yeah. Um, okay. Number two for me, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say filling out your bracket. I love filling out of a bracket. That's, that's my number two. I'm going to go with, the final four. It's mm, a good call. Um, let's see. I'm gonna go with midday games. Having games in the middle of a day on Thursdays yes. and Fridays. Yep, that's mine. Yes. All right, you're you're number three. Watching teams you hate lose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that one. Um, like Kentucky, you hope they go out in the first round every year. Yeah, every time. Um, I'm going to okay. So let me uh, just before I say mine, I'm going to clarify your number one is your team success, right? Or is that just yeah any, any team? Your team specific to yours? Yes. Okay. I'm going to say Cinderella stories then. Okay. And your final one. It's going to be Cinderella's. <laughs> so. Another long pause. It is a long pause. This long pause brought to you by Geico. 15 minutes. I'm kidding. This We're would be done. a great place to have a sponsor. <laughs> have, you know. Yeah. If you want to sponsor us every time Lauren. Or Lauren. <laughs> I was thinking. I was like, I wonder if my wife, if she's here yet. Um, anytime Aaron. Uh, or myself have a long pause. We'll throw your ad in here. Just we'll we'll just say it. Okay. You got one? Not really. Not um, really? I'm I'm struggling to come up with something else. Um, every time Jim Nance says hello, friends, or you've got Bill Rafferty and onions. <laughs> <laughs> I love Bill Rafferty, man. Hate Bill Walton. He uh, should have been on the worst. We we will it. retroactively add that because he has got to be <laughs> the, the worst commentator. I don't oh know gosh, how he has bad. a job. The only thing that I can say is that I'm glad he sticks to West Coast games because most yes. of the time he's on late at night yeah. where I don't listen. But if I hit him, it's just, oh, 
He's the worst. He he is one that will, you know, I mean, have you ever talked about chocolate bars sometimes? Like, I had this chocolate bar one time. It was the best chocolate bar I ever had. And then, you know, the wrappers are made of foil. And the foil, the foil is processed at a factory. And factories can be found anywhere in the country, UCLA. <laughs> it's, that's spot on. I mean, he's, he's he, him and John Wooden, or not John Wooden, John Madden. Are yes. Like two peas, man. Yes. They are just two peas. Okay. Um, who's your four? Who's your four? We need somebody. They're going to get knocked out by one shining moment. So, I mean, does it really matter? Um, okay. How about the. Uh... I thought we had something. I... <laughs> This pause break brought to you by <laughs> DraftKings.com. What was your first one? No, no, no. What, what was your second one? I've got one shining moment, filling out a bracket, okay, midday okay. work games, yeah. and Cinderella stories. Uh, okay, so I can't take bracket contest then because that's that would be part of that. So. The contest is different, but. Uh, um, I really, I'm at a loss here. Do you have something else that you would add? Um, let me think. Some of you, in the, if you're listening to this right now, and you're you're if you're still listening to this, you may have checked out already. Uh, let us know what your your other thing would be. What what is something that we may be missing? Um, I, I'll just give you this: uh, watching a team cut down the nets. Oh, okay. That that's kind of it. Feels like something that you don't see, like the NBA. Yeah, no. I don't. I don't really know that uh-uh. they. It feels like the celebration and the the actual win might be a little bit more than yeah you know so let's go with cutting down the nets okay all right so that means we've got cutting down the nets versus one shining moment that's a good matchup I think yeah very similar um, but it's got to be one shining moment yeah okay um, we have team success your team's success versus Cinderella stories. I'm always rooting for my team yeah, over any Cinderella. I was about to say, I thought Cinderella might have a shot, but then I realized, no, I would. I'm, you're going to put it for your team, right? Um, then we have the uh, filling out a bracket versus watching the teams you hate lose. Oh, man. That, that's tough because I get a lot of joy out of watching people lose like but Kentucky. I, but I but can watch Kentucky lose during the regular season. I can. Too. Filling out the bracket is just such a special thing. It is. So good. Okay, uh, then you have the final four versus midday work week games. Oh, that's tough. That is really tough. Um, it, it comes down to like, are you 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 like the best of the best, or do you like? I've got to go with the midday games, just because I I said at the beginning of the of the episode that I think that the first weekend is the greatest weekend in all of sports. Yeah. Those first four days, just wall-to-wall action. Yeah. There's so much going on. It's just chaos. I it is it. pure madness. Yeah. Okay. Well, that means we've got um, your team's success versus, oh, man, um, filling out a bracket. So your team's success versus filling out a bracket. I'd rather Arkansas win every day. If if Arkansas could could make the Elite Eight, Final Four, or National Championship game every year, I would gladly give up filling out a bracket. That's that's a good point. Uh, one shining moment versus midday work games. 
I gotta go with the midday games. Really? Again, it's 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 that weekend. Do I need to remind you? One shining moment lasts for just a moment. That's a good point. The, the those midday games. What makes one shining moment special? The clips of from, the from those midday the, those, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then here we go. The final matchup. Your team's success or those midday work games? It's got to be your team's success. It's got to be. I mean, when you, gotta. you when you make that special run, yeah. yeah. All right. So congratulations to the Arkansas Razorbacks. <laughs> Woo! Or insert your team name there. As long as it's not Kentucky. As long as it's not from. I don't think we have any. We may have. I'll have to look and we'll see if we have any listeners from Kentucky. We if, probably ran them off the <laughs> basketball fans today. <laughs> Uh, okay, so that means we gotta we gotta pit it up against last week's winner. Let's let's see uh, what we can come up with here. It may be the best thing today, but is it the best thing of all time? It's time for the best thing battle. Okay, so we have your team's success in the final four versus the best thing. From last week, which was I've already gone blank. Do you remember? It was Michael Jordan. Jordan beat. Yes, Jordan still won. Didn't he? Didn't he? <laughs> yes, it was Jordan versus Batman. Because uh, uh, he's real. Yeah, because he's real. Okay. Wow, this is this works. It's a basketball out. matchup. It's a basketball matchup. Okay. Jordan versus your team's success. This is a weird thing to move forward, but I think I know what we're going to say. It's my team. It's my team, too. <laughs> I mean, it, no matter who you are, you're listening to this. I think you would rather your team always win the national championship than you care about Michael Jordan, right? Yeah. So. Unless you're North Carolina, and it's both of them for you. <laughs> that Hey, that's a good point. Like, if you're listening from North Carolina, then you should be extra happy here, right? Um, is there any reason that we would put Jordan ahead? I mean, it's there, there's no case for me to be made. I mean, you'll never convince me that I would celebrate Michael Jordan more than Arkansas, in my case, yeah. winning a championship or being incredibly successful. Yeah, okay, that's it. Your team success beats Michael Jordan. And- Go Hogs! Okay, so in case you have no idea, that's the Arkansas Fight song. So, yeah, congratulations. Uh, your team success. You are the winner. You are the new best thing. Woo. Problem is, how, how can anything beat that? Nothing is. We never, of course, we, we thought about that with apps, too. So... There may be something that I know, came across. but I mean, there's a lot of things I would give up for uh, for Arkansas to to win. That's true. Okay, uh, next week's bracket is your you get to pick your wife or the Arkansas success. <laughs> See y'all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, get the papers ready. We're Sorry. done. We're done here. Okay, Arkansas. I'm sorry, your team success. <laughs> Move and on. really, I want this to be understood. I, if you are from Kentucky, I don't want your team to have success. 
That's true. Yeah, we don't care about you. If if it is a team I dislike, I am strongly rooting for your team not to have success. That may be a reason why we can't let this go forward because that means those people from Kentucky listening, they have a, a voice in this thing. I will gladly celebrate Michael Jordan over Kentucky any day. <laughs> okay, well, we need to wrap this thing up. Aaron, what is there anything people need to do? Uh, in addition to subscribing to the podcast, leaving us a five-star rating, dropping us a review there. It really helps out the algorithms. Yeah, it does. Uh, we've had people saying some kind things about us recently, so thank you. Uh, for those of you who want to comment, you do have the ability to do so with your actual mouth words, not just your finger words. That's true. So you can leave us a voicemail and uh, follow us on social media. Yeah, contact us because we love uh, reading some of your stuff. We did, uh, back in February, about a month ago, we did an episode about chocolate, and we asked people what their favorite chocolate candy was on Twitter. And uh, we got a response from our friends at uh, at Talking Smack Pod, said classic Hershey Hershey's. Don't judge me; I'm allergic to nuts. Oh, I'm judging a little bit. We we but, really hated on Hershey's yeah, in that one. If I remember there's right, there's still better chocolate than Hershey's. Yeah. So sorry that we read your comment and then just kind of poo poo on it, but you're you're wrong. Exactly. All right. Yeah. Leave us all the comments. Leave us all the reviews. Do all the good stuff. So it helps us out, and uh, we greatly appreciate it. Anything else you got to add? Nope. Go hogs. Yeah. Go hogs. All right. That's it for us today. I'm Craig. I'm Aaron. And uh, go fill out your bracket. Let us know how you did. We'll talk at you next time. Bye bye. Thanks again for listening to the Best Things Podcast. If you liked today's episode, leave us a five star rating on your favorite podcast app. You can also find us on all the socials at Best Things Pod. If you want to hear your opinions on the podcast, be sure to email us at feedback at bestthingspod.com or tap the link in the episode notes to leave us a voicemail and you can hear your voice on an upcoming episode. Yeah.